with dating being such a personal journey, we really need to make sure that we are the ones who are deciding who we are dating, how we want our relationship to look like, and just really who we want to give energy to and how we want to navigate all of that. gang welcome back to the girl we grow now podcast i am your host victoria and i am so happy that you are here if you are looking for tips advice and or inspiration then you are in the right place this podcast was created to help you navigate life and live your most fulfilled and authentic life since we are now in the season of love and valentine's day is right around the corner i wanted this month's focus to be on relationships. And today I want to specifically dive into dating. So I'm a single girl and I know a lot of single people can struggle around this time. I totally get it. I know (laughs) my friend has sent me some of the funny TikTok videos on the people who hate Valentine's Day, which I get it. I am not there. I literally did a little Valentine's Day party for my nieces and nephew. So I'm definitely still feeling the love in the single area. So with that being said, I am in the air of being a bit more private with my dating because I just see so much on social media as we all do. And I think a lot of people are in their era of sharing, my opinion, oversharing with dating experiences, whether it's positive or negative. In my opinion, it just gives a lot of strangers the opportunity to weigh in on pieces of your relationship and experiences. And I think it's generally not helpful or conducive to having a healthy relationship, which is what I'm seeking. And I know a lot of people are also seeking that as well. Also, now it really just seems like there are so many people sharing their bad dating experiences. I feel like most of us have had them before, but I don't know. I feel like since last year, people have been going in strong on making sure that we hear about all of them on social media. And I just really think that just hearing a lot of negative experiences on TikTok are really or can really affect your mindset that you have on dating. But I also do feel like if you have also had negative experiences, it can really draw you in because it's so relatable. And I know I've talked about this with a couple of my friends, but I am no longer consuming that content because I think at first it, you know, it kind of does draw you in because you do want to hear other people's experiences, especially when you've had experiences. It's kind of like a camaraderie of like, okay, we've all been through this. We can kind of co-support each other. But I really just think that when you consume that kind of content and then you're also around people who are also telling you their negative experiences and you've had your own, it really just puts so much negativity around your dating in general. And that's really going to affect your mindset. I know I have talked to a couple of friends and they're kind of in that space because they are just surrounded by content or people that have had negative experiences as well as them having their own. So I just think it's not helpful. And I think you really have to change your mindset on it because of course, when it comes to the dating process, you're 
going to date some duds. It's not all going to be rainbows and sunshine. But I think you have to still remain positive that that situation and that experience is not going to be your end all be all, that that experience is not going to be your end all be all when it comes to dating. And also really just remembering that even though we hear all of these different things, you have to approach dating in the way that makes sense to you and that suits what you are looking for. I think there's also a lot of dating advice out there and I know I am about to do an episode on some tips, but what I want to say is external advice can be really good, but I do think that it's really important to make sure that you are the true guide of your own dating journey because dating is so personal. With dating being such a personal journey, we really need to make sure that we are the ones who are deciding who we are dating, how we want our relationship to look like, and just really who we want to give energy to and how we want to navigate all of that. I know there's so much talk on social media about how we should date, how we should structure our relationships, the whole 50-50 conversation and everything that goes along with that. And I think at the end of the day, everyone has so many opinions that if you are constantly seeking everyone's opinion on your dating life and what you should do, you are going to have a really hard time finding the person that's best for you and also have the relationship dynamic that you truly desire. In today's episode, I just want to talk about five key things that I think we all can take into our dating journey. And when we take these things into our journey, it's really going to help us make sure that we are going into our dating experience and our journey as we want to go into it and being able to find the best person that suits what we desire. And I think it also will really help block out a lot of noise and external factors that maybe don't apply to us or maybe just don't really suit what we want out of a relationship. So the first key tip, which I think is arguably the most important, honestly, all five are important, but this is really crucial before you even start dating is to really know what you want and trust yourself. Knowing what you want in dating is going to really help you date intentionally and not take it too personal when things don't work out in the initial getting to know you or talking talking phase because you have a purpose and you know what you want and hopefully the other person does too. So if you guys don't align on that, then the best thing to do is to go your separate ways. And really, it's not going to feel like a personal thing because you just know that that person's not a good fit for what you are looking for. And that is okay. But if you are dating with the focus of just wanting someone to like you as much as you think you like them, because maybe you're really attracted to them or you have good banter, then you are really setting yourself up for a world of heartbreak. I get it. You may be a lover girl. But you can still be a lover girl who dates intentionally so that you don't give your love to those who don't deserve access to it and who you likely wouldn't even want to date if you got clear on what you were wanting in a partner and you took your time, you sat back and you really reflected on how you truly felt in those interactions that you have with that person. But I think a lot of times we go into these dates, we're so nervous, especially if you're dating online and you're just meeting the person for the first time. It's like, another kind of nervousness because you're essentially, it's kind of like a blind date, but you've seen pictures or maybe you FaceTimed and talked on the phone. 
But I think sometimes we just go in wanting that person to like us so much that we forget that this is really meant to see if you and that person vibe and that person can be a potential partner for you. So I think once we change our mindset on that and instead of focusing on, oh, does this person like me? But instead, really making ourselves the main character of our dating journey because like you should be and just really being able to ask yourself, okay, do I like this person? Do they have the values that I have and that I want in a partner are our lifestyles compatible and you ask all the things like that that you're looking for then honestly it really gives you back the power instead of you giving that person all the power and all of the choice because you have to remember it's not just their choice it's also yours and I think it's really easy to get in the habit of wanting that person to like you so much that you forget that you and that you just forget that you also have things and needs that you are looking for. And I think when you get stuck in that cycle, it's really easy to settle. Knowing what you want also includes being the kind of partner that the type of person that you are seeking would also want. If you want a healthy relationship, then you have to do the inner work that will help you be a great partner and help you be able to foster a healthy environment for your relationship. A partner that can communicate, that can listen to understand, that is willing to work through and compromise. And all of the things that you want your partner to be able to give you, you have to also be willing and able to give them because relationships are reciprocal. They should not be one-sided, not if you want them to be healthy. So I think also remembering that you have to do your own inner work and that other person is also going to have needs as well. We all know that relationships take work. So when you know the work it took for you to become the person that you are today, you will also start to become a lot more selective of who you get into a relationship with because that will have an effect on who you are as a person. And honestly, I know we've all heard this, but who you are around is so important, but even more so in my opinion, who you date and who you get into a long-term relationship and potentially marry can literally change the trajectory of your life. So I think it's one of the most important decisions you can make when it comes to making a life decision. So if you are disciplined and working on a lot of goals that you want to achieve and your partner is the opposite, that will have an effect on you whether you want it to or not. So really just considering all of those things when you go into deciding who you want to be with for the long term. The second key is authenticity. It's so important to be yourself and to be authentic to who you are and not transforming yourself just because you want someone to like you. No one can put on a facade forever. So the best thing that you can do is be who you are at all times because if that person really likes you, then they are going to like your weird quote unquote weird quirks and different things that you might be a little insecure about it. Someone who really likes you is not going to care about the little things that we can be so hard on ourselves for. So really just knowing that the person that you're meant to be is not going to be trying to change you. I think we have to know the difference between evolving and growing into a better version of ourselves and someone trying to change you to make you what they want you to be. I do believe that you can grow into a better version of yourself through a relationship. I think any kind of relationship can help you grow. But if someone is trying to change who you are at your core to fit their needs, then they aren't for you and you clearly aren't what they truly want or they wouldn't be trying to mold you into someone else. When we think about authenticity, we have to even 
look inside of ourselves and see, are we comfortable with who we are? Are we showing up in a way that's authentic to ourselves? Or are we subconsciously putting on a facade because we are a bit insecure and we don't really like ourselves? And I think that can be a hard pill to swallow and maybe a challenging thing to work through. But I think when it comes to dating, it's really important to have that self-love, to be secure with who you are. And you can be secure and still want to grow in areas and still want to change things. But I think at the end of the day, you have to really know who you are, be confident in that, but also have the self-awareness to know that, hey, like I'm still growing, but this is who I am today. And I need whoever I'm with to accept me as I am today without trying to change me. But inevitably, you're both going to grow and change over time. The third key is trusting your intuition. I know I said key number one was probably the most important, but this is also something that is extremely important. Really understanding what your intuition feels like is going to be a game changer. You really have to be able to tell between intuition and anxiety. And I believe that when you think of intuition, it's something that you have this feeling about the same situation or person over and over, and it just doesn't go away. Anxiety might come up, but it will go away. It's not really going to stick with you over time. So what I mean is say you are dating someone and you get this feeling in your stomach every time you're with them. That is an intuition thing. But say on the first date, maybe you're a bit anxious and nervous. You have that feeling on the first date, but as you continue to get to know and date that person, then it goes away. So I think just paying attention to if that feeling is always there is going to help you decipher between anxiety and intuition. And also understanding that if your intuition says something is off, then trusting that and not looking for a reason to not date that person. So if your intuition is telling you that this person is not right, something's off, you don't need to wait for something to actually happen for you to be like, okay, well, now I'm not going to date this person because X, Y, and Z happened. The weirdest thing happened to me, and this has never happened to me before, but years ago, I started dating this guy that I met on an app and it was fine. Like we would go out, we would have fun. And I remember the first time I went to his house and the first time we were alone in a private setting, I had a legitimate panic attack to where I could not breathe. I had to like run out of his house because I was gasping for air and it was kind of embarrassing, but my body was telling me something. I never knew what exactly that meant, but what I knew was there was something that was off and this was not going to be a good situation for me. So that is what I took it as. I didn't wait around for something to happen for there to be a tangible reason for me to not want to date him. I listened to that reaction because that was so abnormal for me. I trusted myself enough and I trusted my intuition in my body. And I was like, you know what? I don't need a tangible reason. I am going to excuse myself from this situation because whatever energy he had was not for me. And that was just so clear. So I think being willing to walk away in those situations and not talk yourself out of that is going to be really huge. I know as women, a lot of times we can think that we're overreacting and we can really ignore those kind of signs that our body gives us or the intuition that we hear. And I think a lot of times in hindsight, we realize that that was my intuition, but I want us to start trusting it and not 
remember in hindsight. So when you do go on dates, something that one of my friends, and actually I think she brought it up in an episode that we did together on dating. So she suggested to keep a dating journal. So basically you'll journal how you feel leading up to the date. So how did you feel the day of? Did he communicate clearly? Was everything set up in a way that felt intentional for you? And then also just after the date, going back and journaling how you felt on the date, what you guys talked about and things like that. So when you go back and read those things, you can't forget all of the little things that maybe you pushed away that you wanted to not really address because you would have written them down so you can go back and see how you truly felt. You can go back and see, oh, was I really anxious on every date that I went out with this person? Did his energy give me a bad vibe in the beginning? And now I've just been able to push that down and overlook it. So I think the dating journal is really huge because we're going to be able to go back and read how we really felt. So it's going to make it a lot harder to ignore and push down those feelings. And you can see these things a lot quicker, I think, when you write them down and you're keeping track about how you're feeling throughout the dating process. So I know this is something that I am implementing now after she gave me that tip. And I think we all should do it because it's only going to help us be more intentional about dating, but also we're really going to be very tapped into how we feel. And like I said, when you have it written down, it's going to be a lot harder to ignore versus if you're just going on memory because it's so easy to get swept up in the moment, especially when you are dating and someone's sweeping you off your feet. So if you don't already do a dating journal, I totally suggest that you start. And if you do, please DM me and let me know how that goes for you because I do think that when you have a journal, it's going to make a huge difference in your dating experience. The fourth key is staying firm in your boundaries. So I know that boundaries has been such a buzzword these last few years, but honestly, boundaries are really huge. And especially in dating, I think sometimes it can be easy to waver on your boundaries because you can feel a little bit nervous about them. Because again, I think a lot of times we go into dating wanting the other person to like us. So we don't want to come off as too strict in our boundaries or as too much. And so sometimes we will lessen our boundaries just to be like, and I want us to stop doing that because at the end of the day, when it all comes down to it, you have that boundary for a reason and the thing that they are doing to break that boundary or push that boundary is likely going to be the thing that's going to break you guys up in the future anyway. So just being able to clearly state your boundaries in the beginning without hesitation because if that person is not willing to accept your boundaries, they are not for you. Your boundaries are for your protection and so that you you can get your needs met. So you really have to be okay with walking away if someone isn't respecting your boundary or isn't helping create a healthy dating environment, then you don't need that person. You don't need that stress. You don't need that intrusion. You really have to remember why you set your boundaries in the first place. I think a lot of times the world can tell us women that we are too much and that we're doing too much and we have too many rules or we are too picky. I literally get that all the time. But at the end of the day, it is your life. You are the person that is going to have to potentially live with this person. So if there are certain things that you require and certain boundaries that you have, it's so important to be clear about those boundaries from the very beginning so that you don't waste any time so that there's not any confusion. And I personally believe that when you set your boundaries and you stick to them, that other person is going to respect you so much. But when you set 
set boundaries and that person pushes them and you just like let them walk all over your boundaries, then you're showing them that you didn't hold firm in your boundaries. And that is going to create a lack of respect. And the fifth key is to keep a positive mindset. So keeping a positive mindset, even if you've had bad dating experiences, is so key. It's so, so easy to get into this negative feeling when it comes to dating, when you've had your own bad experiences. And then, as I said earlier, you go on social media and you see everyone else talking about their bad experiences as well. You are just surrounded by a lot of negativity and where your focus is is what you are going to be attracting into your life. I think it's so important to not let your bad experiences shape your whole perspective on dating. Imagine if everyone did that. I know people that if they did that, they would not have met their now person and their now husband. So really just being able to take that experience for what it was, reflect on the situation, reflect on what you want, how you showed up, and also you can know what you don't want, but move on from that situation and don't let it shape you because that's only going to hurt you, not the other person who might have wronged you. One thing that I really had to learn, and I actually only learned this through a conversation with a really close friend, but I was just telling them about, I hadn't talked to them in a long time, so I was like filling them in and I guess I didn't realize I was doing this, but they realized it and they pointed it out. But I was just telling them about different people I've dated and how I know what I don't want. And I guess I kept talking about all the things I don't want. And she mentioned, she was like, so I'm very clear in what you don't want because you talk about that a lot. But like, what do you actually want? Like, do you know? So at first I was like, yeah, obviously I know. But secondly, I was like, oh, she's right. I am talking about all these things that I don't want because of all of these different experiences that I had. And again, the things that we focus on, that's what we are going to get. So just thinking about that made me think, am I attracting the things I don't want because I'm so focused on them? So that conversation really helped me shift my mindset to, okay, I do know what I don't want. And I think it's good to have your non-negotiables, but what I'm going to focus on is what I do want. And that's what I'm going to look for. And that's what I'm going to seek when I am getting to know someone. And when I'm talking to someone, I'm not going to try to find, oh, like, what are the bad things? Does he have those things that I don't like? No, I'm just going to focus on one having fun and enjoying the conversation, but also just seeing if he matches the things that I do want. And I think when you make that shift, one, it puts you more into that positive space that I mentioned. And two, it helps you attract those things because those are the things that you're focusing on and not the negative things. If you really feel like getting into a positive headspace when it comes to dating is really challenging for you, I want you to try to start doing some manner manifesting journaling of your future relationship. And I want you to be so specific. I want it to be like your own personal romantic love story and just write about how it is and how you feel and what you want out of the relationship. And I want you to write it as if you have that now and really just call that healthy, loving relationship that you were looking for, call that in. And I really believe that you can call that in through manifest journaling and just really 
really writing things out how they are and the way that you want them to be. Because when you do that, you are putting that out into the world. And then you also are attracting it because that's what you're going to be thinking of. And that's what you're going to be focusing on versus, like I said, I was focusing on the negative things. And inevitably, I think that brought that into my life. So really shifting and focusing on what you want and the positive things and the green flags versus always focusing on the red flags is going to make a huge difference. So those are my five key things that I think we all can bring into dating to make our dating experience better and a more intentional space. Also, I think we all have to remember not to put too much pressure on ourselves and that dating should be fun. Go on the date, have fun. You don't have to worry about if this man is your husband on date one, just go out, get to know him, have fun. Do your dating journal, journal down how you feel, what you guys have in common, the shared values, lifestyle, all of the things. And then after you get to a place where you want the relationship to be official or you know that this person isn't for you, you will have all of the information that you need in your journal to make that decision and really be very intentional about it. So I hope you guys found this episode helpful and I hope for all my single people out there that you are really just enjoying your dating life and not getting too caught up in all of the different stories that you see on social media and all of the different advice and the things that people are telling us that we should want or how we should navigate dating. I want you to really do what is best for you because at the end of the day, this is your journey. With that being said, I will chat with you all next week. Bye, Grown Girl Gang. Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode. If you really loved the episode and you felt like it resonated with you, be sure to share the love and share the episode with a friend. Also, if you could take a minute and head to the review section wherever you listen to your podcast and leave me a review, letting me know what you're loving about these episodes and which topics you want to hear next. That way, I can make sure that I continue creating episodes that you love. Also, make sure you hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss an episode. Until next week, bye, Grown Girl Gang.